I can't see nobody stopping us. Yeah. We're unstoppable. Went through a whole lot of obstacles. I swear we did the impossible. Run all that paper and they'll fuck it up. Go hit the club and they'll fuck it up. A whole lot of pain, we gon' get it back. You know we gon' get it back. I can't see nobody stopping us. Unstoppable, unstoppable, unstoppable. Run all that paper and get it. Whatever it takes, we gon' get it. You know ain't nobody stopping us. Mafia, mafia, mafia. All of my gang girl, they mafia. Thought I told you we gon' stop. It's always sad when you watch a kitty drown. <laughs> In water time. It's going down, rhyme, four. We gonna make Meg's bag this week. Round four. We want some more playoff action. <laughs> Let's go. It's Parma Row Podcast. I'm your man, Stephen Angel, up in here. And we got co-host John Scrooge. Dude, I'm digging the rhymes. That's awesome. And we also got father of the, well, one of the fathers of the Bad Credit <laughs> Podcast Network, Sam Hicks in the house. What's up, guys? I'm fired up, dude. We came off this win. We went in. We did a job. It might not have been pretty, but we got it done. Hey, don't matter if we win by one or a hundred. Sure don't. Sure and, don't. I mean, a win's a win. Ugly or pretty, don't matter. A win's a win's a win, dude. That's all I know. I'll tell you what, though, and I'll have to give props right up front. Watertown played well. You know? Dude. Wasn't expecting to see the fight we saw, and we saw it. Dude, I'm not used to seeing Watertown with that much grit. Dude, they've got they got down multiple times, didn't give up, fought so hard. I mean, their effort is commendable. Yeah, for sure. Also, I mean, I don't know how we're doing this, no structures, but, <clears throat> you know, we didn't eliminate all those mistakes. You know what I mean? We still made no, some. No, we didn't. It wasn't pretty. I we made some big ones actually. Yeah, some crucial uh, moments in the game when we made some too. You know. Yeah, um, I hated to see that, but um, hopefully it's out of our system and we can play a lot better game next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, the thing that matters is that we win. You know, we found a way to win because it was looking scary there toward the end of the game. Yeah, I was a little bit tight, man. I ain't going to lie. I was a little bit nervous. I mean, the very end, that last drive, they get the ball and what? They uh, – do we fumble it? No, no, no. They stop us. Which time? I, uh, literally the last time that Watertown got the ball. They get it on their oh, own. Oh, no, like, they blocked our punt. Oh, okay. Remember? They blocked the punt. So what we have to do, right, is we got the ball. They have three timeouts left. We basically have to run the ball three times, hopefully get a first down. We didn't. Right. But that's the goal. They used their three timeouts. They used them. So we're going to punt, try to pin them deep, and they got, what, a minute and a half, two minutes tops to score. Yeah. And they block our punt. They block it? They blocked our punt. Jeez. And so they get the ball in the 40 or 38 Yeah, I couldn't couldn't tell what yard line they were on but yeah that's when i was like i was scared destiny is against <laughs> us you know because when's the last time you've seen us have a punt block dude i don't know if i ever remember a time i'm sure can you happened. can you remember a time i though? couldn't point to a specific moment i mean know? maybe in a game that we weren't attending in the last <laughs> right, few years yeah, or something sure. but like any of the time i played or have seen a game i don't remember us ever having a punt block so shout out to Watertown. That was huge. I mean, how big is that? You're down points. There's like a minute and a half, two minutes left. You're out of timeouts, and you block a punt from Trousdale County. It's insane. Yeah. And shout out to us, dude. But then that defense that has won us so many games and had so many shutouts all year long comes through and stops them. That's big. That's big time. Players making big time plays, yeah. big time games. I mean, that's the epitome of that. Phrase. That's pressure, you know, high pressure. And they they did it. So shout out to them. Uh, I mean, they come through again for us. Yeah. I mean, here you are. It's easy. It would be easy at that point to get tense, to lose focus, to make have missed assignments. You know, uh, have a blown coverage. But, no, we kept pressure on the quarterback, and we we covered well. 
Yeah, and then we line up in that old glorious V, that yeah. victory formation. Yeah. Uh, you know, just some some nice things. Dude, hold on, hold on. You reminded me of something right then. You're talking about victory formation. Yeah. So I don't. I think Peabody won. Did anybody see that? Have you seen Peabody that? won? Yes, I can tell you. But exactly. do you know how? So uh, listen by peeing on everybody. No, no, no. Hey! You talk about victory formation. The team that Peabody was playing, which I think was fairly, if I'm not mistaken. Go ahead and pull that up. Peabody won. They traveled to Riverside this week. Yeah, but I think they played fairly last week. Yeah, they did. They won in overtime, 29-28. Yeah. So listen, from what I've heard, and I, don't, I mean, I don't know why anybody would lie to me. Well, hearsay, there say. Yeah, fairly gets in their victory formation to knee the ball, fumble the snap. Why would they be kneeing it in overtime? They wasn't. They was oh. kneeing it at the oh, end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got they you, were got winning. You. Wow. And fumble their snap, and Peabody gets it and scores, and it goes into overtime. Oh, well, I'll say this, and I don't know – I mean, I put myself in the situation of Watertown at this point, and I see it, but did you notice that when we took those knees, dude, Watertown was aiming for blood. Yeah. They were trying to hurt us. Yeah, and, I mean, it was wet night. It was muddy. They could have knocked the ball loose. For sure. They didn't give up. You know what I'm saying? They were Yeah. But they were like coming in hot. I'm talking and about most people think that's unsportsmanlike. I mean, when I saw it, I kinda thought that now as we're talking about it, I see that they may have been trying to just like Yeah. Do make I mean, something jar happen. somebody, you know. But it looked uh malicious. Like yeah. they were trying to go for knees. They were hurt yeah. trying to hurt us. I'm surprised there weren't some problems that came out of that, like as far as, you know, scuffles. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think maybe that both sides had some mutual respect for each other at the end of the game. I, I'm just yeah, speaking oh, for I'm, I'm mean, speaking for people, and I don't know, but they both fought a hard fight. I mean, yeah, how can you not? And I think you know when you I mean? go through something like that, you just like good game. You know what I mean? Yeah, good try. I mean, I remember <laughs> being in some games like that. You know, where you're just like, dude, good job. I'm ready to take a shower. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But of giving all I've got, what maybe. Else? Maybe Peabody's not as good as we previously thought, but I heard that Fairley has a stud quarterback that's been out all year, and he came back in like week eight, and they've been balling ever since. So that's very interesting that you kind of said last week that you didn't think that they were quite to the standards that we're holding them to, Peabody. Yeah. Maybe. Which I didn't – I really <laughs> I really didn't have any grounds to – You just kind of said that. Well, just, I looked at scores, and <clears throat> I don't know. I don't really right. know how I come up with that conclusion, but well, here's some here's some. I think we were giving them an automatic bid, and I think that might have been jumping the gun just yeah. because they were in it last year. I just want to do some quick shout outs to some cool things that happened Friday night during the game that weren't necessarily the focal points. You know what I mean? On that first uh, touchdown that Ford runs in, uh, dude, Chumley made a key block, bro. I'm talking about. You want to talk about effort? This dude made the key block that made the touchdown happen. Right. You know and Chumley's that guy, man. Oh, yeah. He's like he's the high effort guy. Like not the most athletic on the team, not the fastest on the team, but he's gonna do his job. And For he's sure. gonna if he doesn't successfully do his job, it's not because the effort's not there. Right. Uh so that was awesome to see. And then on that first long run that Chumley had, dude, Juice just absolutely pancakes this dude. Yeah, so strong. Those kind of you know, you just love to see where you just take a dude, knock him his chest goes below his feet. You know what I'm saying? Those <laughs> pancakes. Yeah. I love to see that. Well, stuff, he comes dude. from a good bloodline, man. Like when you're kin to Sammy Dunn and some other fellas that I know that I'm not going to bore you guys with, but I mean the guy's strong as an ox, right? So that was that was just awesome to see, dude. And then I want to say it was Black that blocked that uh, extra point. So anytime you can block an extra point, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing, man. I really, man. The more the year goes along, Black just. I don't know. I like him more. more. He's another effort guy. Oh, dude. He's more like a, to me, a kamikaze. Yeah. He seems like. That's a great word. I don't know what this is going to do to me, but it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to use all of his 150 pound frame to like try to murder you with it. Every play. I love it, dude. I love it. He definitely uses his body as a weapon. And uh, what happened on that fake punt that we did? 
Dude, with rankings? Yes. Where we were successful? Right. Yeah, yeah. So, But I'm saying, when you look at it, he he is lined up. He's talking to our punter. And then he gets a direct snap, comes over to the right. There's nothing going. Yeah. Cuts it all the way back across the yeah. to the left for the first time. And I'm thinking, is that the way the play was drawn No, up? it wasn't. It wasn't. They just... Because it was wide open on the back yeah, side. Yeah, and see, that's nobody stayed back. You know, nobody played for the... The fake. Yeah, and they we're all in perfect went to position the right. to fake it because we're on probably what the forty-eight. Well, I mean that's got to be a, a a bad bad deal for Watertown because they should have known. Like in my head, I was like, if you're ever gonna fake it, it's in this field. It position. has to be now. Yeah, and and game situation. I don't know if they were in punt safe or what to keep. You know, I don't know if they expected it or what, but somebody had a missed assignment on the backside. Somebody left home. And Rankins is not the fastest guy in the world. There was just nobody over there. Nobody there, dude. And I'm telling you, I was so <clears throat> frustrated at this point in the game. And I'm watching, and I just see him take the snap. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he cuts it back, you see the trail. There's just a trail yeah, for I kind of did the same thing when he went to the ride. I was like, oh, oh no. Man. Yes! Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, great job. Great call by Blake. Oh, my God. And then the last thing when we go for two with that swinging gate, man. Man, how awesome was that? They it's had, like the Tim Tebow jump pass. Yeah. But they got no – if they had no clue how to line up for that. For sure we've not shown that all year. They never once considered, hey, we should line practice a swinging gate play. You know what I mean? And they line up, and the dude who lines up on Chumley ain't even looking – you know what I'm saying? He's like, what do I do? Chumley just runs right by him, catches the ball. Dude, I think it's a mistake for Watertown not to call a timeout out there. Yeah, what are they thinking? Like, they got head three. Yeah. Like. What are they thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, know. I guess at that point in the game, though, what is it? It's a uh, – uh, is it 20 to 19? Uh, because it was 20. It's hard for me to know. We couldn't see the scoreboard, remember? Yeah. So it's tough to tell. Anyway, maybe they're thinking that's not such a crucial time. They'd rather have their timeouts to try to get down the field and score again. Yeah. Because they're down no matter what. So maybe that's the thinking. But, yeah, you're that confused. You probably never even thought about that formation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've kind of seen it because it's that's kind of a, like an old school deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've played against we it played before. It. We even used to practice it. I'm not sure yeah. we've ever ran it in a game. But I know we practiced it a little bit. Uh, but I'm saying these kids may have never even seen that in their lifetime, yeah. even on TV. Well, or, I mean, I know it surprised us. Like <clears throat> I couldn't imagine being Watertown, be like, "What in the hell is going on?" Like, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Well, they oh, had Sam. to. Practice. I forgot Sam was in the room. What? Did, yeah. Here you say what you said. I, 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 don't, I don't, forget which assistant coach it was though. One of the coaches went up to Blake and they were like, "How about swinging gate?" He was like. Sounds like a great. Are you talking about like in the middle of the game? Yeah, like they came through. Like, how about swinging gate right here? What's your source of information? Uh, Don't give it away if it's private. No, Blake said that in an interview. Oh, uh, he said it in the game interview. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, he like he says the coach says it. it. It's been in their back pocket for a while, and they didn't think they were gonna have to use it. Yeah, but uh, they he was like it's in one of these games where like you just need to be able to get it done. Like you got to pull out everything. We kind of talked about this last week, I think, on the podcast, or it may be the one where we uh, erased the whole darn thing but uh there is no next week you know what i'm saying you use everything you got yeah. this week because yeah, if sure. you don't there you ain't using it next week you know what i mean if you need it this week then you need it and this we week. we needed all stops this game i mean we needed all everything we had in the bag i'll say uh i don't know if we want to go into to negative stuff but i mean the sportsman and like here how about this I put put on Twitter on uh the Burma Road Twitter. What is your main takeaway from the Watertown game? And I'm just gonna read the responses, and then we can all say what we think about it. If you want to do that, yeah, that sounds like a plan. Okay, so and I'm gonna call everybody out who participated just for fun. Craig Story says the offensive line needs to perform better, and they struggle running the ball inside. We did struggle running the ball inside, but. <laughs> Have we done that all year? I mean, there's going to be a time. 
I mean, our offense is not that complex. So when you're a team like Watertown who matches up with us well, there's going to be some things that is their strength that we're not necessarily just going to be able to do because we're hearts full. Right. You know, I mean, like everybody <clears throat> expects us to just dominate 100 percent of the time. Right. There comes a point where you have to give Watertown some credit. Like you're right, you said that to me earlier. Yeah, I mean, Watertown were pretty good sized kids, mm-hmm. man. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, they just weren't blocking. They were they were strong up front on D. Yeah, and and I think we adjusted well. I mean, you gotta get the ball outside at that point. Well, I'll say this though: the team we're playing this week, Megs, they're they're strong up front too. And I honestly, I look for us to do the same thing. <laughs> like I. We're going to oh, have to get the ball on the outside. If we don't run it up the middle, it ain't going to be for not trying. I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah, for sure. If I've learned anything about this team, we're going to try sure. to run it up the middle. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I think we all know that. But know. what's crazy is on the inside we have Mason Bassford at center who's our strongest lineman. So, right. But, I mean, he can't do it all. For sure. Uh, Wesley Turner, this is kind of along the same lines. I don't even know if I should say it, but it's on Twitter. So, I know power running is Hartsville football, but you can't run the fullback trap 50 times and expect to beat a better team. Well, there was a point in the game when I was like, can we try another play? But is that part of the game plan to put them to sleep and ultimately catch them off guard at times, which we talked about last week, you know, like – lulling them to sleep with right. run, 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 and then hit them with a different play for big yardage. And yeah. I mean, you can't give up on the run, obviously. That's our entire offense. So, how many times are you going to run speed sweep? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're obviously going to have to try and, and keep them honest too, at some point. You know, we keep talking about – well, I think we talked about last week. We expected to see some throw in a little bit maybe. Yeah. You couldn't do it in that weather. No, we, tr- we tried a couple of unsuccessful attempts, but I mean, it was nasty. And, and and don't get me wrong, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate. I'm, I agree. Like I don't think you can run a lot of the same stuff all the time like we do. But I, for the sake of a podcast, I'm playing devil's advocate, and I'm gonna dispute everything. You they should say. just dispute everything I say. Yeah, that's what that. I'm doing. I'm all right, kinda. from now on. Just know that's understood. He's playing devil's advocate. Yeah. What? So what are you saying though? <laughs> you didn't, I'm saying you didn't say the point. You know you have to. No, you have to keep. You have to keep your nose guard and your linebackers honest. And for a play action to work to go outside, or you know, you have to keep them at home. If they're they're going for running motion every time and they're running straight out to the perimeter, we're not going to be successful on the outside with forward like we are. Right. So. so, okay, here's the thing. At the end of the day, we got the job done. Yeah. Ain't going to go on and on about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll say you were kind of making fun of me when we were watching the game because I was getting real worked up and negative. That's just how I am, dude. I get real – I exaggerate the extremes <laughs> of my point <laughs> just to express the way I feel. At the end of the day, we win, I'm happy. You no, know what I'm saying? Steven's the – what's funny about it is it wasn't so much so that you were negative. It's that you were so up and down. So, if we had a bad drive, let's say we three and out, it. Steven's like – we're going to lose by two touchdowns. This is terrible. <laughs> and then we gain a 15-yard run play, and it's like, we're going to beat them by two touchdowns. This is awesome. <laughs> and I just – I got a kick out of it. Man. Yeah, John's making fun of me. Sam knows how it is. Dustin Dillahay, if Watertown ever loses Jay Hackett, they're in big trouble. Who's Jay Hackett? He's Josh Hackett. I don't understand that reply. I like, think, what's he saying? Was he a coach there? Yeah, he is. Then I guess he's just saying that Josh Hackett is a big part of what makes Watertown good. Oh, if Watertown ever loses him. Yeah, then they're in big trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of people agreed with that. Uh, Seth Price, Watertown's better than you guys thought. Yeah, of course. And then he says, on a serious note, the big takeaway, and this dude's from Watertown. Uh, the big yeah, he's takeaway, a good ball player for him. The big takeaway was that uh, TC made adjustments in the second half. They went man in the secondary and brought more pressure. We dinked and dunked you all to death in the first half, and that was a difference for me. So he's just saying we made some yeah, adjustments. It's kind of hard being a devil's advocate on that one. He's pretty much right. Yeah. Uh, Christian Lauderdale, the penalties have to stop. 
and people agreeing with him. We already kind of talked about that. Well, let's talk about the the big one, right? A targeting and an unsportsmanlike. Yeah, on so the same play, you're getting thirty penalty. That's the second yards. week in a row something like that's happened. Yeah, Tyner when they ended up scoring late in the game was because of a thirty yard penalty just like that. And so, so we're in the lead, right? We've got Watertown to like third and eight. I may be wrong. It may have been second down, but I I think it was third down. Right. Uh, and it's looking good for us. They're somewhere around midfield uh, on the 40 of each side. I don't know. Somewhere in that range. And it looks like we're going to stop them. And all of a sudden, there's a penalty. We got a targeting call. Which that's We can't do that, guys. I don't know. It may have been bull crap, but you can't. You can't go to the ref and say it's bullcrap. Right. You know, you got to keep your head, and they end up getting a first down, 30-yard penalty. That's insane. And they 30 up, yards, they that's a third up, of the field. Yeah, and they ended up scoring, like, off of yeah. off of that. And that just can't happen. That's huge. That's a gigantic negative that really has to be worked on. And we knew that was going to happen. If you even go back and listen to the last episode, we said there's going to be a coming point in the game when – you're going to want to lash out because something is going to happen that's going to justify you lashing out. But you have to not do that because when's the last time that you ever said something and the ref was like, oh, never mind, excuse me, let me put the flag yeah, back. Yeah, it's not like pocket. you're going to change you're not anything change about it. it. And if there anything needs to be said, the head coach can do it. You don't, right. don't want to put that on your shoulders to where you're the one mouthing and then you cost the team 15 yards. Like You don't want to be that guy. And why not – Use that aggression onto the other team in the next right. play. And, the next play is going to happen in six and seconds. And like you said, emotions are like through the roof. Like yeah. they couldn't be higher. And you just have to, in that moment, you know, brush that off. I mean, there's there's nothing else you can do. It's not like you're going to change the scenario. Right. But anyway, so there's that. We did that. I mean, we put the ball on the ground a few times, but you can't – I mean, what are you going to say? It was wet. It was nasty. Well, we didn't lose any of it. Actually, it said we had no fumbles. We had some tosses and some pitches where we put it onto the ground. We'd pick it up. Mm. But, I mean, uh, I think I'm pretty sure there was one play where Rankins either tossed it or it might have been an option. I can't remember. Hit him. Or was it a bad snap? Uh, We had a bad snap as well, I think. But I know there's a specific play I'm thinking of. We're running toward Watertown side on kind of either a sweeper option. I don't know. It hits them in the hand. They just put it on the ground. There was a weird right. transaction that happened. It was clearly due to the weather, you know what I'm saying, the field conditions. But, I mean, what are you going to say about that? It just happened. You right. know? But if those little things didn't happen, I guess you can play this game every game. You can say, oh, if we would have, could have, should have. The fact yeah. of the matter is we won the game, and I'm proud of us sticking in there and finishing yeah. strong. Because we could have easily laid down. And, you know what I mean? There are plenty of times where it wasn't looking good. We stuck strong. We won. We game over. Yeah, Look. we definitely showed some tenacity. And, you know, Rankins ended up throwing two interceptions. I'm not okay with it, but I am. Like, it's just we haven't thrown the ball that much. Field the conditions. weather was bad. Um. I firmly believe that that will improve. Um, uh, all right. So anyway, good job, boys. For the second, let's let's talk about that. So, like, you hate it. Like, I don't hate it, but you know, Watertown, man, they just so much effort and come short for the second year in a row after beating us in the regular season, and just. So after this, let me ask you this. So we talked about this last week. After watching the game, who do you think had the most pressure? The mm, Watertown. You still think it's Watertown? Yeah, they had to. We everyone expected Trousdale County to win. No one expected Watertown to win. Even people from Watertown didn't expect Watertown to win. I clearly think, if anything, I think what we saw of a result of the game is that Watertown proved that they were better than people thought they were. That's what I think. I think if the field conditions were different, we might have seen a, a stronger win by Trousdale County, honestly. I think that that favored them because they run a spread. 
They throw the ball more. So they got a little more experience. They were able to do that with some success, not a lot. You know what I'm saying? It completely destroyed any attempts we would ever have at passing the ball. You know what I mean? And it made us put the ball on the ground a few times. So that's what I think. I think it was all on Watertown to prove something. And they, they kind of did, but they didn't win, so it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, I, I think because of the reputation reputation that we that Trotsdale County already has, that obviously it's it's up to them to kind of like – because they want to move up to that next tier of football team in, in like the region. So, like, that was – so, yeah, it, it was on them. Like, they it was that was their game that they were going to, like, prove that they're taking that next step. And I think that they took some steps in that game. I'm not – like, let's not take away from what they did because they did prove that they can play. But it was definitely on them to prove that they were going to take that next step. And I think they've gotten closer to it. But obviously, it's still still Trizal County. Well, I don't know when the next um, uh, enrollment classification. Oh, people were saying that Watertown should be moved up to like 3 or 4A. Yeah, um, I think they're going to be. Because they got 600-plus students or something. Yeah, I think they're going to be. But they only do that like every four years. They only like reclassify. Oh. So – the question is, is Watertown going to be able to be successful and put out Trousdale County before they get reclassified? Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see next year. I want to say real quick, I want to say shout out to the Watertown student section. You know, we do a little going back and forth on Twitter. I want to say, though, they do got a dope student section, yeah. and it is pretty legit. They got it all railed off over there by yeah. themselves. You know, I had to take a shot at it, you know, because – it stands out. It's yeah. unique, and so good for them. Keep it up. You know that's. I mean, you like to see stuff like that. In football. That's what high school football is about. Spirit, school spirit. Yeah. I mean, and they do it big over there. So shout out to them, and I hope everyone knows. It's kind of like the thing where I exaggerate. No, I'm not really like hating on you. You know what I mean? You gotta have fun. Sure. You gotta have I mean, fun with uh, with what's going on. So. I mean, there's no fun and. Good luck, guys. Right. You know, I'm going to talk crap before the game, and after the game, I'll shake your hand and hang out with you. I hope it's a good fought game <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah, no yeah, injuries. Yeah. I think a lot of people like on Coach T. On Coach T, they're talking about how it was rude to like talk crap to high school students. You know what I mean? I'm like, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But it's not like I'm personally attacking anyone. It's just yeah. that's part of it. I d you can cheer all you want, but you ain't going to. Tackle nobody, you know. That's we need good sportsmanship, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever, dude. Uh, so here we got Megs County coming up. And we gotta <sighs> go there. Two and a half hours, according to John. I ain't sure. It's like two forty. All right. So what what are we gonna see out there, dude? Because <clears throat> I will say I expected a heavier win over Watertown makes me slightly more nervous than I was about this upcoming game. Um well there's a a, a guy with the number nineteen on over there and their entire team Oh God runs through him. So you're saying that's what they got. That's what they got. That's all they got. Are you saying that? Pretty much. Number nineteen dude, I'll tell you this. Oh, it's two and a half hours away just to the county itself. I don't know where the school is. But this guy, I wish we had like a, a, a lineup of how much he weighs and stuff. He's big. He's He looks tall. He looks like he's got some weight on him, and he can he can move. But he looks like a quarterback. I, I can't name a team we've played so far that actually had a quarterback. We've had dudes who played the position of quarterback because someone had to do it. This dude is a quarterback. He is most definitely a quarterback, and he's scary, man. For sure. He can throw the ball. He can put the ball in a mailbox for you Yeah, with a little and, ribbon on it. And I think someone told me he had over 2,000 yards rushing. Is this uh, confirmed anywhere? Because that's insane to me. Because uh, didn't, uh, what do you say, Hicks just went over 1,000? Ford. Ford went over 1,000. Oh, yeah, Hicks didn't, he hadn't been in, yeah, 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 sorry. Ford just well, went I'm looking over. up. Let's see. Aaron Swafford. Aaron Swafford. Uh, that's who you're going to probably hear his name a few times. Six foot, 195 pounds. That's big. 
That's big for double That's A. Big ball, for, for a sure. freaking double A high school quarterback. Yeah, that's for sure. And that can move oh, and he, throw. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's gonna be all him. Yeah, and you know, can his receivers catch those beautiful passes? I don't know. I've heard that every now and then they'll hit him in the hands. They'll drop it. So. Yeah. Well, that's all we can hope for. I mean, that's not all we can no, hope for. We can also that hope bad. that our our secondary plays well. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm excited to see how our secondary plays against this offense spread. because they throw the ball a lot. Yeah. I mean, they run don't the get me spread. wrong, they run the ball too. Yeah. And their dudes up front are big and strong. Yeah. They aren't so fast. Right. No. And I think that's that's where. We're going to show up. That's where think, speed comes in, Xavier yeah, Harper. I think Xavier and Juice and Rankins, I think. Black. We, yeah, I think we move a lot better, and I think we're going to get past their linemen. Um, I don't think – I think we're going to have a hard time up in the inside again. I think you're not going to see a whole lot better as far as running the ball on the inside. Right. Well, didn't – um. Didn't South Pittsburgh beat them? Yes. What, what do you know? What the score was in that game? Twenty-seven to sixteen. I'm pretty sure. 20, so those dudes, they're not particularly big or anything like that. But what they are is fast and quick. Yeah. And so it seems like in that battle of size versus quickness and speed, that that's what won was the quickness and speed. Yeah, for sure. And I think a few times maybe uh, Mix County like didn't stay home or got you know, down blocked and like South Pittsburgh had a couple of big plays that I think ultimately was makes County's downfall. Right. Um, but I definitely think that speed was the overall factor for South Pittsburgh winning the football game. So hopefully we got enough of that in the tank. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think even out. like, you know, even though Chumley is not the fastest guy in the world, he's pretty quick. Yeah. So even if they catch him twenty yards downfield, I'll take that. Yeah. You know, I'll take that. Here's the thing: I'm going to make a prediction. All right. I think we're going to see Hicks this week. Do you? Yeah. Why do you think that? I just think I don't know. He came in for a play against Watertown, right? I I didn't see that. You said so. I thought he came in for a play, but maybe just one. It'd be nice to have film, right? Yeah. But For sure. But I think anyway, he, I think he, I think this is the week that he he comes in and makes an impact. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I was gonna say, what are you saving him for? But also, he's just a kid in high school, and he just needs to get better. You know? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I don't know if him being a junior plays a factor, but I think. If it's not going to hurt him to play, I think Coach Blake Saffield's going to play him. Get him in there. Well, I mean, if if he's not going to be up to speed, obviously you can't play him because that's his thing, right? Like he gets in, and he dusts folks, like that's what he does. Yeah. But I don't know if we're going to see him in the same capacity as we've seen him early in the season. I think he may have a few plays just for him. Right, maybe not even necessarily a quarterback, but like I think he's going to come in, and we're going to have a handful of plays that are just for him to dust people, right, and then get back off the field. Well, let's see if it happens. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? You think we're going to keep the same offensive scheme? Like, do you think? Dude, I'm not smart enough to second guess any of that. I would like to see us bust out some magnificent passing that no one knows about. (laughs) You know, like I would like to see us. Try that, you know, we're going up the middle. You're going, you know, speed sweep, doing a couple little misdirection plays, and then boom, all of a sudden, boom, there goes a 50-yard play-action pass. Well, I've, I said this early, early in the season, and the Patriots do it. I would like to line up in some spread. Yeah, the you know Patriots I mean? the Patriots do it. A lot of successful teams do it, and that's run the crossing routes at various different yards down the field. So, you know, short cross routes, mid-range right, cross that's what, routes. That's what Tom Brady lives on, right? So, yeah, man. That's I mean, that's it's smart. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna build my stock up into thinking that we're gonna bust out with a pass. No, I know. But just because Cameron Rankins threw two interceptions does not make me fearful to throw the ball with him. 
No, not at all. The weather conditions, dude. I mean, that that game was like a 1922, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Slobber Leather knocker. helmet game. Slobber was, knocker. Yeah, that's just what it was. You can't predict anything based off that, honestly. Well, here's the, here's the question, though. So, do you think that one player can beat us? No, I don't. I think we'll shut that down. Now, do I think he'll bust a long run? Yeah. Do I think he'll make an amazing pass and it gets over one of our DB's heads? Or, you know, we got maybe we even got a dude that seems like he's double covered and it just somehow slides in there and he catches it? Yeah, that's going to happen. But how many of those plays can they string together and can we be successful in doing what we do? and beat them down in the long run. That's what it comes down to. I just I don't think that that one dude's going to beat us. Well, it's, it, I've it's, heard – go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say if it's true that he's all they really got and he's like the one tool, I think we can shut that down. Well, it's like I've heard Coach Blake Satterfield say it a few times this year. It's players like that, you're not going to stop. You're not going to stop them. But you can't contain them to where – you minimize the damage. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't give up three long touchdowns by him, you know. You might can give up one. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, the guy's probably going to have a decent game. But can we bend but not break kind of deal, you know. Like, they're big up front. They seem strong and slow. That's what I hear anyways. So, can it, we stay low? Can we get under the pads and gain leverage and play our assignment, do our job? That's going to be the key. If we stay at home to where you've seen even like the Cameron uh, fake punt where he went to one side all the way back to the other, yeah. like we have to make sure that we stay home for stuff like that because the guy's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. He's going to scramble around. Well, that's what I was going to kind of going to say along the same lines is that it's really not to take anything away from the line because it's always a battle there right but we're going to have such a threat in the secondary and the passing game that how much is that going to take us off our ability to be prepared for the run you know what i'm saying like you got to kind of balance it out is it a run or a pass right there's gonna be a lot more passing in this game well like i said the guy's got over 2,000 yards i mean we're gonna have to respect that run at some some capacity right well i guess i kind of said it backwards obviously we're gonna be probably ready for the run first but as they start throwing it you know our linebackers and our dbs they just got to be ready to break up a pass and they got to be ready to stop the run Corners got to be able to corners, you know, whatever. Corners got to be able to corner. Corners got a corner. Linebackers <laughs> got a linebacker. And Broncos got a Bronco. Yeah. What I'm saying, people got to come up and set the edge and keep containment yeah. while still being aware of the fact that there's passing going on. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it can get more complicated than it has been for us so far. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't have any doubt about our, really our athletic ability and sh- stuff like that. But I think this is going to be an awareness thing, a who's prepared thing. You know what I mean? I'm sure the coaches got them prepared. They've watched film. They've seen all these plays they can run. But there's going to be, I feel like, a more diverse portfolio of things coming at us than we've seen so far. Well, That's it's what I think. It's a Trousdale County tradition that you're not going to out-prepare our coaches. The players throughout the years have been idiots at times and not really cared, but the coaches have always and continue to put in more than enough work to give you handouts, to get you as much film as possible, definitely to give you what play they run on third down and what percentage of times they do it and right what they're going to run when they walk up in this formation. Like they're going to, you're going to have that information. It's how much do you care? How like, much? Do you, how much are you going to sit at home and watch film? How much are you going to look at your handouts? How much are you going to be aware of what play they're running out of this formation most of the time? Um, but my thing is, I think the key 
is can we get pressure on the quarterback? And they are big up front, but what I think and I hope to happen is people like Xavier and people like Holder is to get around and get underneath and and be quicker than their line. And I think you have to be, right? Because Xavier weighs, what, 180 pounds? You got the sheet right there. What's he weigh? 185. That was close. He's not going to run through a 240-pound lineman. He's just not. But But he's got great feet, and he can run around them. Um, I want to see him excavate the rock. Yeah, excavate. Scoop and score that thing. Somebody knock it down. So it's it's, and this is at any level. It's hard to it's hard to throw a good pass with somebody hitting you in your spine. I will say this though, this dude. I mean, he's good. I can't. You can't. You can't talk about enough how this dude will throw the ball knowing he's going to take a hit. Like yeah, he, you of know, course. there's a lot of quarterbacks. I'm talking even in the NFL who can't do that, who can't know the pressure's coming, look down the field, know where his receiver is, go ahead and throw the ball, and then know he's going to take damage. And this guy can do it. Yeah. So we got to really bring the pressure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And our def- our DBs got to be covering because you can hit the quarterback all you want if he's releasing the ball before you get there. You're going to tear you up all day. Yeah. So. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a – I think it's going to be a great game. I'm pumped. I'm I don't excited. Think, this game ain't going to be over until late in the fourth quarter. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Or yeah. it might not be over until the last freaking second. You know, it ain't going to be any kind of blowout either So either way. I did hear that they go for two. Right. What, do they not got like a kicker at all or something? Uh, either that or they don't trust him. If you can't trust a guy from the three-yard line, you ain't got a kicker. No. Uh, but that's interesting. I think that might work to our advantage. Yeah. I think that might. If we can stop them on a couple two points, and then and we I can think, just kick an extra old chassis in there, well, I think, banging them arrows. I think short yardage plays like that limit that quarterback. He oh, can only sure. do so much yeah. with, what, 13 yards? I'll tell you, though, he can act like a fullback and run right up the middle. Yeah, he? but – that's what I'm saying. I feel like we can key on him a little more in yeah. those situations. It's going to be exciting, man. Come to the game. Let's do this. I mean, it's what well, I seen a stat the other day. I think it was Dang, what was it? <laughs> and Cal Welch told me this. It was like since the the playoffs and the state championship and stuff have been What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I don't been know. in existence. In existence. <laughs> yeah, been in existence. It's been like a hundred years or something. Maybe okay. like 108. I don't know. It's somewhere around 100. Yeah. And this is our 49th time being in the semifinals or something like that. That's insane. I may be wrong. Okay, I believe you though. 50 percent of the time, we've not not made the playoffs since 88, right? That's. I think it was 87. 87. I think was the last time we did not make the playoffs. There was like Maybe a 10 years right. sp- from the 70. I know it's like 30-something years. No, listen, from the time when we had that little 70s stretch where we won and then we missed, 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 I think after we went the last time, we didn't make the playoffs till like 88 maybe, and then we have not missed the playoffs since then. Yeah, it's like 30-something years. So it would believe be believable that that's true. That's insane. And so here we are again. Let's go to the ship. I want to say last year when we went to the state championship, they said that was our thir- 13th appearance in the state championship. Game. Unlucky number 13, dude. Unlucky yeah. number 13. Uh, well, let's make it 14. Let's make it 14. Let's win. Uh, be there to support us. Go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the Burma Road Podcast. Leave a five-star rating and a comment, please. We would... Greatly appreciate it. Hit us up at BurmaRoad615 at gmail.com with any questions, thoughts, concerns, things you want to talk about on the show. Uh, and follow us on Twitter at BurmaRoad615. Uh, I guess we got a Facebook page, too, where things go on. Samuel C. Hicks over here and John do that whole thing. We appreciate the support and all the feedback and everything we've gotten. Uh, thanks for listening to us. John, do you have anything else? Man. 
I'm so pumped about it, though. I mean, what else can you ask for, really? I mean, we take this for granted, like, and I don't think our town understands how much of a, you know, unique type thing this is. Like, uh, there's a bunch of football teams that are at home right now. Yeah. And for sure. And we're preparing to start their off season workouts in a couple of weeks. Right, dude. Probably some of them already in the weight room. Yeah. The thing is, dude. That's the thing. People are chasing your crown. They're already in the weight room chasing you for next year. That's why you can never stop. And you're going to have, at this game, dude, you're going to have people that you don't even know down there. I mean, we got people who aren't even, they're fans of teams that aren't even 2A, and they're going to the Megs County, Trasdale County football game. You know what I'm saying? That's how big of a deal this is. I mean, this is crazy. Um, from what I hear, also is their their visitor stands aren't very big. So get so there early. You might want to get there early if you want a seat. Um, really? I know we got a lot of rail birds. So are they on our time frame or what? Mm. That'd be important to know right now because they're east. How are they east Tennessee? Can uh, somebody answer that to me? I thought it was supposed to be a West Tennessee team. I think that's. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm an idiot. Please don't. Uh-huh. I've realized well, I think my... it's kind of southeast. No, no, no. Right. Yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot, and don't don't at me, bro. <laughs> I get it. Don't I at get me. It. Don't at me. I get it. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to know what time zone there. So they are eastern time, so it starts at 6 central time, so you're going to have to leave early. early. Three ain't early enough, brother. You ain't going to get no seat. You leave at three. Yeah, you get there. You'll get there at 5.30, which is 6.30. That's, no, it's two hours yeah, it's and a half and away. A half so you're going to get there 30 minutes before kickoff. It ain't time enough. It ain't time enough. I'm about done. I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm good. I'll, I'll what about see you, y'all. Sammy? Sammy, tell, tell the people. Listen, the way these guys have been able to turn it around ever since they lost to Watertown in the regular season has been incredible. So if you don't think that it's worth you driving out here to see these boys try to seal this and bring it back to another state championship, then I don't have anything else to say. Then I don't have anything. Dude, we travel well. Teams that do well travel well. You see, you know, we went to Tyner and brought more people than freaking Tyner had in the stands. I got a feeling that Mays County is going to see something they've never seen before when it comes to playing a team especially in the playoffs. I think that we're going to travel well. We're going to be loud, and it's going to be electric. It's going to be electric, but I will say they did see it last year. Did we play there last year? No, we played here last okay, year. But, right, John? They, they, I'm pretty sure we played them here last year, yeah. They uh, haven't seen anything like that here. Especially, especially because like, it doesn't matter if their visitor side is small. We'll have people standing. We'll, we'll come over on their fence. BCB MVPs. By the numbers, round four, Trousdale County travels to Meigs County. Winner goes to the big show. First, let's look at Meigs County's 2019 season review. The Tigers host the Yellow Jackets Friday night for the fourth round of the TSSAA playoffs. They enter this matchup with a 12-1 record, where they have defeated 3A Sweetwater, 1A Greenback, 2A, Cumberland Gap, 5A, Clinton, 2A, Rockwood, 3A, McMinn Central, 2A, Oneida, 2A, Polk County, and 2A, Wartburg Central during the regular season. Their lone loss came to 1A, South Pittsburgh. Their playoff run has seen victories over Happy Valley, 41-6, South Green, 39-7, and a rematch last week saw them top Oneida 49-21. Their offense is averaging 43.4 points per game, while their defense is allowing 8.6 points per game and has four shutouts. Their opponents this year have put up a combined 84-62 record, which is a 58% success rate. Nine of their 13 opponents qualified for postseason play, with three of those opponents advancing to the semifinals. Now for Trousdale County's 2019 season review. 
The Yellow Jackets travel to Decatur on Friday carrying a 11-1 record. They have wins over Friendship Christian, Gordonsville, Westmoreland, Macon County, East Robertson, Portland, Cascade, Jackson County, Marion County, Tyner, and avenge their Week 3 loss to Watertown last week to advance in the playoffs with a 22-19 victory over the Purple Tigers. The offense is averaging 34.8 points per game. The defense allows 6.8 points per game. They have seven scores of their own as well as posting five shutouts and are considered the third best scoring defense in the state regardless of classification behind Alcoa and Whitehaven. Opponents that have appeared on the Trouser County schedule this year have managed a combined 68 and 67 record, which is a 50% success rate. Ten of the 12 opponents on their schedule qualify for postseason play, with only Mex County still playing. Common opponents. There are no common opponents between the two schools. Rankings. The Sunny Moore Computer Power Rankings following round three, the Mex County Tigers are sitting at 34, which is second place in 2A. Their schedule has average ranking in this poll of 175.6. Max Preps has the Tigers ranked third in 2A. The Massey Ratings have them ranked 52nd, which is second in 2A. Coach T has Meg ranked first in 2A. For Trouser County, they sit 40th in Sunny's poll, which is third in 2A. Teams on the jacket counter have an average rank of this, in this poll of 175. Max Prep shows the Yellow Jackets in second place in 2A. The Massey rating has them at 65th, which is third in 2A. Coach T has the Yellow Jackets ranked third in 2A. Matchup history. Based on our records, this will be matchup number two for the Yellow Jackets and the Tigers. Last year, fans saw an instant classic on the Creek Bank. In that game, the eventual Mr. Football winner, Aaron Swafford, almost pulled out the game single-handedly. However, the Jacket D stood tall and lifted their team with a pick six. Trousdale took the game 32-29. to My take. Trouser County is in a familiar position as Friday's game will be the 18th semifinals for the Purple and Gold. In the previous games, the Jackets are 13-4. For fans, this is a dream matchup. Number two versus number three in nearly every poll you look at. Make County returns their Mr. Football from last year. Mr. Swafford is a finalist again this year. He and the rest of the Tigers will present a lot of issues for the Jackets defense but the mountain they face is one they have climbed before. If the Jackets can keep the Mex County offense on the sideline as much as possible, it will be a huge benefit. I expect a hard-hitting contest that will be close for the stretch. Safe travels to all, and I hope you all have a 